Good morning, good morning, good morning, beautiful people. It is Tuesday, August the 25th. <laughs> Almost forgot what day of the week it was. Yeah. Um, we are about, I don't even know, it feels like nine weeks, give or take. We had a couple of free weeks off just to do some other types of fitness, but we are back and we are talking and chatting with Sasha, who is going to be one of our ongoing guests as well as we have some other ongoing people who will join us when Sasha is not available. <laughs> um, because Sasha's doing a really interesting, interesting journey right now surrounding health and in particular, like the thoughts of health and identifying what works for you. And so I wanted to bring her back on so we could talk purpose, your why, and everything is not a fit for everybody. And so we are going to let Sasha introduce herself again and get us to going. Good morning, ladies. We're taking that steps, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> I'm on the treadmill this morning so because it's raining outside. So I'm going to try to have the same energy as yeah. being outside. But my name again is Sasha Day. I am an upcoming health coach. Um, I started this journey couple of years ago because I'm all about feeling good, being our best selves, and just making sure we are here to enjoy life. So we're going to talk about our whys. And it's always our whys that get us to make changes. And it's the why with a passion behind it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of insight about myself. I'm not I'm not going to say I was unhealthy, but I was not my best self. And I am getting <laughs> wiser. I'm not going to say older. So <laughs> we, um, our body changes, things we used to do, we can't do anymore. And that big fear for me. So it's a why with a fear, I'm going to say. And I'm going to tell you what my fear was. I have a family history of diabetes, I have a family history of high blood pressure because African-American community, we all have them, most of us. So that was my fear because I am a big, I can't take medicine. The thought of swallowing horse pills because that's what they seem <laughs> like nowadays becomes that anxiety level for me. Mm -hmm. So I got a little older, my body started showing me a little bit different. I wasn't, I wasn't, I won't say I was overweight, but I wasn't healthy because my body was telling me. I started having palpitations. They were like, maybe it's your thyroid. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That requires <laughs> medicine that yeah. Sasha's not ready to take. So that was my big fear and why. I also have a husband that is diabetic. And that's also another fear of weight. I'm not ready to put my husband on a, oh, I got to take care of you. I don't want you to go type of thing. So my whys becomes my fear. My fear leads me to what I want to do next. Okay. And I also have a big thing with our African-American communities because I won't say it's not, it's access, but it's also, we're not, we don't have accessibility to a lot of things that money sometimes can make us feel like we need. I always say, I don't want to, I don't have to look like Halle Berry. I don't want to look like the whole society. I just want to feel good. Feeling good does not require us to be a size two or curvy, busty, 
hippie or what they say now, they're paying for the butts. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's just about feeling good. It's about understanding what our whys and our fear is, making sure that we can get up a flight of stairs, making sure that we're not on 30, 40 medications by the time we are in our 40s. Ladies and gentlemen, I've seen it. I have seen people that are on medications for anxiety. They're on medications for high blood pressure. They're on medications for irritable bowel syndromes. While learning what I'm learning right now, it is amazing that our food is destroying our bodies. And I think we just need to take a better look what we're putting in us, but how are we trying to keep it off. So Sharia has this walk with Sharia, which I think yeah, is the yeah, best yeah. way to start movement. We don't have to run Walking. a marathon. Just exactly. Walk. Just take just the first take step. step. Yeah. So I want to kind of talk about a few things that you said, because I want to <clears throat> kind of. So the first thing I heard you say was your fear motivated you. Yes. And one of the things I think naturally when people use or describe fear it's always seen, or most times, seen as this negative. And what I like to tell my clients is that fear can do one of two things. It could stop you or it can move you. And so sometimes we have to decide what that fear can do to motivate us. And so how you, how you determine or describe determining your why is an example of where fear can literally motivate us. And motivate us in a way that says, look, I don't have all the answers. Of course, I want a, a final result. But what I'm going to have to do is figure out what are some steps I can take to alleviate this fear and to alleviate this gloom and doom thought I might be having around health. And so right. I just wanted to kind of take the opportunity to say that if you have like a fear or some kind of history or thought about fear that is about keeping you stuck what if you flip that fear so that you can actually start making some decisions about what to do to motivate a change in that area that's fear yes now i want everybody also to note that does not indicate that i mean that if you're afraid of someone hurting you if you're afraid of something happening negative towards you or your body those things are very specifically not your fault, not about uh, inappropriate fear. You need to get right. help and support. But we're talking about like areas of health, areas of um, doom and gloom around our health and possibility of what could happen to us right. in terms of our physical health and things that we can start to work towards healing, you know? Yeah. And then oh. in, in terms of that too, sorry, sure, just to say, no, to no, no. segue into that. It's more of, you know, you, you're, like we said, we're getting older. And you get to the doctor and he says, hey, your blood sugar looks a little like you're going to be in a pipe. We're going to do, we're going to diagnose you with pre-diabetic. Pre, pre meaning you're not quite there yet. And I think that's the thing for me. I want us to understand. We don't necessarily end up having to be diabetic. The pre means you have a, for, a forewarning that something is not going the way you would hope it to go. Yeah. So that's where we go from the next step. 
the pre, the before. When you have something that could be, whenever I hear pre, that equates to preventable, right? Right. And so if we can think about it, something, even with our health genetic-wise, and also, because I want to come back to another thing in a second, with our health, sometimes even being able to manage an existing illness could get you off of medication, right? And so you may have... So somebody on here might say, well, I already have it and oh well, I'm stuck with it, it's my life. But the reality is that there are some, some illnesses or diseases that we might be diagnosed with that doesn't mean that we have to stay on long-term medication if we, right. if we look into some health options. Now, that's not for everybody and that's literally not for every person's body when I say it that way, right? Yep. But, but there are things that we can do to be more responsive to our medical health or physical health with options related to food, diet, as well as physical movement. So right. I think that's a great starting place. The other thing I heard you say, um, access. So, you know, I'm big on access and community yeah. and care. <laughs> and I want to make a point to say that our communities have varying access, which gives us options on various levels. And so, sorry, we're having like a, a puzzle of driving cars for a second here. <laughs> uh, and some of those varying options means that as a community, there is a need for us to start supporting education around what it looks like on each level. And so if I think about how we service or how we service um, to our community in a way that can support some healthy changes, there is, therein lies one of the areas that we could start creating program around, right? Where we have an influx now of financial literacy, which I absolutely know our communities need, but I think that same effort should go into access to community gardens, starting community gardens, understanding how you can plant in your home, like different options based off of the level in which you are, right? And so I think if I were to, if I were to hear that, I would think about how are we planning on our different levels to, op to give opportunity and option of access to each area. And some things we don't have to recreate because they're already doing, right? Yeah. Finding things that we can do to support or educate parts of our community who don't have the same access as we do to possibly going to a gym, going to, uh, or getting a trainer, right? I, right? I know that that's a privilege. And so for those people who may not have that option, they might be able to go to a public park and do workouts together in, in a community right. workout, right? Yeah. So small my, steps and just yeah. it's the effort. It's the effort as well as the education. And I think, especially in our uh, lower income areas, we are struggling to show options that are realistic, right? And I do think that's something for us as a community to start putting a challenge to, because I tell you, I have no, and I wanna hear, I wanna be plain about this, I love all the financial literacy programs. I definitely feel like 
it's well, it's the good timing, it's needed. But I also think that when we talk about revolutionary change, it cannot be only financial. Because physically, if we don't have our bodies, we can't spend no money. Right. <laughs> and right. so, and if we don't have a change in our health history and break some of the legacies of these different illnesses and diseases that are contributed to our history of racism and slavery, enslavement in this country, then you're right. We're going to be, we're going to be more than just in fear. We're going to be in a point where we can't have a long, healthy, loving life, you know? Yeah. So I just wanted to make that point because I, I agree, like, we don't have access, but we have the ability to start planning in our communities to give people options on their level. Yeah. Like you said, I don't know about anyone else, but everybody can't walk in their area. That's just right. 100. Like, but that doesn't mean that we can't start providing pickup groups to take people to parks in an area you can walk. Right. Okay. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that mean, we, yeah, you can't park far or take where you're taking the bus, you walk a little extra or you get off one stop before or exactly. you, you walk extra up the stairs, you do it twice instead of doing it once mm-hmm. and sit on a chair and exercise. It's there's and we have the phone you that has everything. Phone, that's about to say or for those people who may have limited Wi-Fi, you pick one of those times when you could be chatting or on social media and switch it out for a workout a week yeah. right, on YouTube, right? So, but part of that, and I do want to make this very plain, is that part of that also is understanding your why past fear. But I wanted to make that point too. So once the fear motivates you, the overarching why expands. And so, the fear might be the motivation that got you to your why. But what I hear in that is my why is actually to be connected to my health so that it impacts the love in my life. Right. right? So that it changes my body and the people around me are encouraged to change theirs. Yeah. Right. And so I think when we think about our why, the motivation might just be the starting point in terms of the fear, but the actual solid thing that we can hold on to is the thing that we're doing it for. Right. And I and would it, hope that includes you. <laughs> like, it, and you should be number one. Right. <laughs> the you should be number one. It's, your, it's changing your mind, your body, and your soul, and it becomes a thing. It becomes a feeling, and exactly. it, you, you're going to want to do it. And um, we're going to segue into like getting yourself healthier. We're going to, everyone's different. Yeah. What I do or Sharia do may not be for you, or you may try it. So here's the thing with this. It's steps. It's, it's yeah. getting to that. Oh, I tried that. Yeah. That wasn't, mm, I didn't feel the way I wanted to feel, or I didn't get how I felt with that. So we're moving on. We're trying something different. It's, it's, it's a step. It's, it's every step. Like, Oh, that step wasn't, high enough let me let me try a different step 
until you get to that level where you're like, you know what? I feel great doing this exactly. by individualities. It's everything is not made. I can't do a paleo. And perfect examples. My <laughs> sweet <laughs> husband is on. I already knew what we were doing. <laughs> and guys, that is a champion way to go because I tried it for a week and I was like, Die, babe, I don't have. He was like, go ahead, babe. Just, it's okay. You tried it for a week. Oh, thank you, God, because I can't stay on this with you, honey. Yeah. But he is, he is, he, when I say he is thriving, he is thriving. When he is, he is the marathon ahead of my little five miles right now. Cause yeah. I cannot, that's not made for me. And we mm -hmm. have to, we have to realize what one person do may not be what's best for me, but let me yeah. try something else until I start feeling good. And there's no shame in that. At right? all. Huh? I was just saying, you gotta know what motivates Yeah, because I, I can tell you like this. Everybody different. I just ain't built for keto, right? Like, I just ain't built. I don't eat enough different types of meat. Right. <laughs> At this point, I'm only eating fish. And so I know that you can do it. I know vegetarians who do it. But I'm, I'm just not built for not having my sweet potato. Right. <laughs> now, that said, I don't think there's anything that a person can't research to make sure it's good for them. Right. And we have to make sure our individual health can maintain that because I do think I don't know what the long-term impacts of that level of weight loss on our heart is going to be. Right. And so I do think there is this uh, there's research still that needs to be done around everything but I also feel like we have to be really cautious as we take on new take ventures. Right. And in but this at the way, same time, it's successful for some people. And if it yeah. gets you down to a place where you feel more healthy and your body is healthier, who am I to tell you what works for you? Right. But then don't shame other people. People for doing what they want to do. <laughs> because it doesn't mean that, oh, they got their... No. See, the problem with our mindset it's not is... The, it's not the race. Right. It's not the... Right. <laughs> that you finish, but not even that you finish, but you keep going. In this yeah. state, we want to keep going because we want to live. But it's also once you've, for, for me, once I got into the mindset of I can, I want to do this, I want to be better, mm -hmm. I change. Everything I've changed. I start, when I first started out, I did one thing. It got me there and I was like, okay, wait, I could do this. Now yeah. I'm like, oh, let's try something else. Okay, I could do that too. And I, I want to do it and I made sure I do it. And this journey sometimes, let me tell you, ladies, could be a lonely journey. But when you mentally say, this is for me, I'm going to do it, it will become that. And, 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 and then you want to beat the next thing. Because my thing, when I really started out, I was like, I could do this. I said, man, I would never run again after high school. I was forced into doing cross country and I hated it. And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm, I'm not running again. But I made a goal for myself. I was like, you know what? I can do a 5K. I'm going to try it. But it was a promise to myself, not to anybody else. I didn't yeah. need anyone else because... You kind of learn that you may want to, and you'll be like, hey, do you want to join me? Yeah, sure. And the day of the race, there's nobody next to you but total strangers. That's right. But you said to yourself, but I made a promise. So make a promise to yourself. Why do we have to? It's like we feed our cars what we, it needs to do to 
to continue to bring you where you need to do. We will invest in our cars. We will invest in our hair. We will invest in shoes. We will invest in the outer look. But what about the inside? What about our, 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 our engine inside? We have to start taking a look at it. We have to start. We, I'm not saying don't eat what you're, you like. That is, to me, that is ridiculous. I will never say that because I love ice cream. Is it good for me? No, because the dairy will make me, my acne come out. But I have to say, it's portions. Right. You You don't necessarily need to stop, but we have to start looking at what people, they're putting in our food that we're starting to have these problems. We're starting to have irritable bowel syndromes. We're starting to have uh, eczema. We're starting to have psoriasis. It's our food. It's the wheat. It's the the barleys. It's the rice. We have to start researching. And that's the hard part. Because now we have to figure out, hey, what's making my body do what it doesn't normally need to do? Mm -hmm. So I think also, you know, just like if we're going to go into that a little bit, I think it's also understanding how important gut health is. Yes. And how all of the things that you mentioned are surrounding how food breaks down and it surrounds how some foods were not traditionally meant for us to eat as much as we eat it. Right. So That's another segment, right? <laughs> actual bodies can't really maintain or keep up with the amount of unhealthy food that we've put into our bodies. And yes, we've evolved, but part of that evolution has been unhealthy with even like symptoms starting earlier in our childhood related to allergies and things like that. Yes. So really thinking about how are, how are these foods impacting my health? And so if, even if we think about our emotional health, there are foods that help us to feel better. And we will say, oh, well, I don't know what I can do to feel better. I'm not taking no medication. But then we won't do anything (laughs) to change our diets or exercise or anything else and realize that nothing is going to change for us emotionally because we haven't changed anything. Right. And so what I heard you say earlier is that you made a decision. And good morning. And what that decision means to you is that each time you, and I think this is every day, we make decisions every day to do something good for ourselves or not so good for ourselves. And before we did the action, there was this brief moment where it became a decision to take the action. And so being able to really start finding those moments to make better decisions can have a huge impact on all areas of your health. Because honestly, I make a decision every morning when I come up to do this walk. Like today, this decision was harder. (laughs) But I also knew that I had a commitment to myself and to even those who might listen in to say, we are present and here to support your journey. But it is a journey that you may take individually, but find motivators to get into your collective journey. Because I also think as your health improves, your circle changes too around that area. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> so even though it's an individual decision, there's still the need to make sure you surround yourself with people that are going to keep you on the focused path that you've tried to get on or stay on. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. We are definitely busy today in terms of cars. Now <laughs> <laughs> dodging cars. Yeah, I'm like, we over here trying to dodge and move around and say nothing. Michelle here power walking. <laughs> but I definitely feel like um, I think that decision is rooted in your why, right? And so for me, my fear was the reason why I got back on this journey so hard is because I agree. Like, I can't afford to keep the weight on and expect not to get unhealthy. Right. Like, so I can't have this consequence of, of getting a diagnosis of something and then pretending like I didn't see it coming. Right. With my actions. And so being able to prevent or even delay, right? Because sometimes it's about longevity of life or quality of life. Even a, being able to delay or prevent is always going to be a part of our journeys as we think about the stress that our bodies take just due to navigating this world. So finding healthy ways. What are some actual ways that people can start now? So we said walking. Walking. It's definitely, it's, and let's not use the word exercise a lot because I think people, that's, that's a fear. And it's not even a fear. It's just, oh, I don't want to do yeah, it. I always let's like just, to say movement. Movement. Ooh. Let's, let's yeah. just be moved. Let's move. I don't, yeah. you know, walk, jump, however your body feels like it could get Play up. jump rope. Play we jump rope. They have, and there's a guy on Facebook, Brandon Nicholson, I think he, Nicholas, and he does chair movement, chair exercise. There's no, ex there's no reason you can't get some movement in. Just, mm -hmm. just start with movement. Um, yeah. The second thing is uh, quantity versus quality or quality versus quantity. I can have ice cream. Let's not have the whole gallon in one sitting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's start with our water. Let's start flushing our bodies out, you know, and make that a goal. I, I always try to start with <laughs> small goals. Start yeah. with a bottle of water. Oh, I, I going from not having any water. Let's start with having a bottle a day. Okay, let's start with having yeah. two bottles tomorrow next week. Small goals, um, portion size. Yeah, diminishing the sugar. You know, we're gonna. You know, that's another topic of conversation is our nutrition and and how we can take smaller steps in in eliminating some stuff. But again, maybe that's something we actually bring to talk to for real because I think. You know, we give tips that are very general, but maybe right. we should bring or talk about, because I know that you and I both can probably talk, I could talk from a mental health perspective about some foods that are like proven to improve our mood. Moves. And so maybe that is something that we should take serious about a topic yeah. in terms of like nutrition. Nutrition, right. Because I think I take for granted, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, put the banana down. You need that for the potassium, and if you want yes. it and all that thing. But then, when I need you to get right, I need to pick up them blackberries because your mind right. ain't right. You know, what right? I mean? The moods you're in, anything you you put it. Yeah, because there's sugar in everything. Everything. Michelle, <laughs> you want to come in? I think I'm gonna let Michelle come in for a second. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. 
because uh, she's making a good point, and I just uh, the beeping <laughs> and the small goals. Is it you know yeah. take them one step at a time? We're never saying you're gonna jump out and not be stop in everything you used to. Just slowly cut it out. Slowly right, cut yeah. down. Well, you guys are making some excellent points. Thank you for unmuting me, Sharia, because I just wanted to add that, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Oh, there's sugar in everything, you yes. know? And so earlier, Sharia, you talked about making sure we are informed and have access at our level. Well, you taught me information is free. And as long as we gather it and share it, people can see where sugar is that you don't even know. Because there are people out here trying to avoid sugar and drinking sweet teas every day. That's full of corn syrup. That's all. So I think yeah, you're right. That would be a good time. Okay, thank you. And the, and it's surprising the amount of carbs that are in some fruits. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. doesn't break down very well for a lot of people. So again, it's a, yeah, it's a different segue and a different way to, to look at food. And I think that's yeah. also another thing. Like the way we look at food should be the topic of our conversation. The way we look at food. Because... Okay. I feel like some people look at this and be like, well, it's fruits. I think I'm good. Yeah, that depends. Are you eating a whole bowl of the grapes? Or are you eating a cup of the grapes? Yeah. And also, like, are you already predisposed to having the possibility of diabetes? So maybe you only need five grapes. Another person can eat 15. You know what right. I mean? So knowing what works for your body, but also how that breaks down in your body. So I definitely feel like we just got us a topic, right? And part of that is, like Michelle said, just knowing that as we offer options, we try to be respectful of the fact that everyone doesn't have the same access. And I think for self-care especially, we try so hard to like tell people to take me time or do these things that we have to make sure we give them realistic options on the level in which they are. Yeah. And so not everyone's gonna be able to not buy everything, but you might start cutting back on one thing. Like yes. two and for something for something different. Yeah. You know, like and I also and feel like Michelle and I have talked about this before, is the importance of starting a garden looking into if you not are a garden because I'm struggling with it a little bit myself but if you aren't someone else might be able to do a strong one and then support them with it and that way they will give you some of the produce because you're working with them right yes. so I think even having that discussion about how do we how do we see food and how food can help us heal All right and then you come and talk to me and we're gonna look at everything on your plate because it's not just the food <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit of everything that's going on in our lives, you know. So yeah. it definitely is a process. It's it's not going to be an easy process, and it's not going to be the topics that you want to talk about. But it's topics that are there. It's the things that are going on in our lives that we keep pushing back to the back. Yeah. That uh, it's you know we put a bandaid on that. That's okay. I'm gonna get through it. And like with Sharia, she says, you know, we're not saying that if you're in a a, a, a not an ideal situation at home that Maybe it's not easy for you, but then we, we, we have to take a look at everything. It's yeah, like, how can we do something? Right. Not, not all or nothing. It's, it's right. really simple. Not all or nothing, but something. Because we right. have to get back to us. And I, exactly. I see it so much where I feel like the you, the me, 
is never first. Yeah. Me and you are always the last thing. You ask somebody, tell me so. Prioritize your life for me. <laughs> we got work first. Right? Uh -huh. right. But it's never me first. It's always somebody else or always yeah. something else or life. What about life? Wait, I'm, I'm the biggest part of life. You know, right now, I so am the circle, yeah, right. Well, I am, I am the circle I create, so I have to start with being a healthy version of myself to have healthy friends, to have a healthier family, to have a healthier community. And so, my why, and I tell everyone this is my why is bigger than me, but it starts with me, right? Like, and I think that that is part of what we were saying today let the fear motivate you establish your why and understand that no one journey fits everyone and that it's okay to find your own path and your own journey of access based off of where you are right. so that you can be your healthier self both mind body and soul and one day we're gonna have to not just talk food and, and physical but we're gonna have to talk spiritual yes because uh, i do think that's, that's our whole plate yeah Oh, okay. Plate. Let me be quiet and let you talk about your whole plate. The whole plate. <laughs> We're going to talk about the whole plate, not All just right. the food. Let's well, talk about again, our primary food, spirit, spirituality, career. What we feed in ourselves. Yes. 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 What our yes. community look like. Exactly. So on that note, I want to thank you again for always joining me right on time, sis. I know that you did the treadmill or on the treadmill, so I want yes. you to take us out with some information again to follow you. I know that you have your group, and I want people to have options because I'm not the only option in terms of listening to greatness or being able to get supported from communities. So tell us your group name again. So um, for Tuesday, we have Tuesday we have Sisterhood Congo on Facebook, which is uh, Tuesday Talk. We have a conversation. If you anything you want to talk about, we'll talk about. And it's our, I have Betterfly on Instagram, Betterfly by Sasha, which I'm going to start uplifting and doing more. And then I will be coming with my website for my health coaching soon. And yes, yeah, so, and Proud mama again, moment. <laughs> my sister always pushes me and I'm going to finish with this statement by Janine Roth. She said, let yourself stop waiting for your life to begin. Oh. I feel that in so yes. many ways. Yes, yes, Ladies, yes. we gotta we gotta stop letting our lives go by. Let's start, let's let's start living a little bit. So right. with, I love with that, that being said, ladies, thank you so much for hearing me and anything I can do to help, I am here. All right, you guys be well.